0: Hello, Dwight Doctor is back. Okay, um, I know when I decided to create this podcast, the things that were on my mind and the things I wanted to share were, you know, I just, being a very unusual doctor in my mind, <laughs> you know, I thought there are some, I'm not alone in my unusualness and I just wanted to give some kind of hope to people that were that are a little bit different. Like when they look around they're like how come everybody else is just different and why all like why am I different to other people? Why can't I just be like other people? I just thought that this podcast was going to like you know they'll find someone like they'll find somebody like them like me and um they'll be motivated somehow I, I, I didn't know how i was expect to motivate anybody but i just thought by creating this podcast i will and um i was thinking out like that's my plan to share a lot of stories a lot of experiences i've had in the past few years of my life you know and just let people know that it's okay to be yourself and yeah, and stuff like that. But I'm not sure I'm actually doing that. I don't know if I just turned my podcast into a journal and in between there somewhere, I'm just going to let people, I mean, give hope to people somehow. Well, I think that's what I'm doing right now. Anyway, so, uh, I don't know if I've been, if I've helped anybody anyhow, anywhere, if I've been able to motivate anybody, I really don't know. (sighs) Okay, yeah, but that was the plan, that was why the way doctor was created, so that, well, so that I can be, continue being aware, I guess. Anyway, uh, why did I come to my podcast today? yes it's because i just i got this you know this um epiphany (laughs) no i just like i got something reminded me of my ultimate goal which was to encourage motivate people that being where it isn't the end of the world and stuff like that and um well i'm back again and what i the thing i interacted with today just reminded me that I have been off track, you know. Um, Not lately. I've been off track from the very beginning. (laughs) You can't imagine that. Anyway, I just hope that somehow I'm still motivating people with all my weirdness and whatever and all the stuff that I'm sharing. Okay, so today, um, what prompts my brain to reset to default settings is a podcast I discovered. So, um, before... So, how did I discovered this podcast okay so um, I tried um, there's a particular podcast I heard of so I wanted to search for the podcast so I went to Google podcast to search for it and I couldn't find it and while I continued searching for it I came across this particular podcast X medics that's the name of the podcast so um i know i listen to a lot of um like a lot of uh, content creators from the us the uk many other countries but i know for real that i actually don't get to listen to a lot of content creators from India. i don't know why i really don't know why i don't know if it's because of the things i search for or they don't do the kind of content I'm interested in, I really don't know. But of late, I did meet someone. He got, um, like his, okay, I saw his ads, his video ads on, um, on YouTube, and that was how I discovered him, and his contents are really great. They align with the kind of things I used to search for, like athlete, athlete marketing, um, You know making money online basically so he's he's nigerian he's um he's the name of his channel is franklin emmanuel yeah franklin emmanuel his contents are really great and i discovered him because basically the things i search on youtube he does those kind of stuff on his youtube channel so i can understand that maybe some of the things i search for Maybe the content creators in Nigeria are not actually making it, and that's why I don't actually get to get to see them. I know also of recent, YouTube has been trying to suggest another Nigerian. Um, they keep showing me the video ad of that Nigerian YouTube page, but I really don't want to watch it because they keep talking about things about marriage, how to live with a cheating husband. Like those are the kind of titles, like how to live. What you know, if your husband is teaching something about marriages, something about relationships, and I it wasn't working with me. It's as if Google is trying to tell me that I know you're 28 years old, you should either be married or you should either be in a relationship, and probably this content creators are gonna, you know, be of help to Well, no, they are not of help to me in whatsoever. Like, every time I see them, every time I see the video, I'm actually annoyed in a way. I know it's good for me to learn about relationships, but uh, those titles were just not the kind of titles I really wanted. It sounded like gossip to me, right? They're gonna be of help there. or maybe Google thought I needed to watch those because of all the jokes that I usually watch. Like, I have some content creators I watch, you know, and they make jokes of all these um pickup arches, uh. Tutorials and stuff. So maybe it's not because I watch Liam Losh talk about some word pickup artists that probably I want to know about pickup. I, I I really don't know. It uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. So they, no, they keep showing me the wrong set of um, contents for Nigeria, like the things that I don't really care about. When I go to Nigerian trending page, there's nothing that I want to watch. I don't know why, uh, they keep trending music, and like, I listen to music sometimes, but they don't usually suggest the music that I want to hear, I don't understand, like, all the trendings are just, I just don't bother going to the trending page, it doesn't align with me, it doesn't, I don't like, it doesn't, I don't know who makes a trend, I guess Nigerian made a trend, but I'm not part of those people who made a trend, that I'm very sure of so um that's one thing so i i've been kind of feeling guilty that i don't really watch a lot of nigerian content creators um i remember of recent i read about the richest and the largest uh the richest and the person with the highest number of uh subscribers in the whole of africa is actually nigeria and when i found out who it was i was like okay of course i've kind of watched this content but this comedy is not, he, like, he's like a comedian. And his niece is, like, the main person that I even go watch the channel for. So, this Mac Angel channel is, like, the biggest uh, YouTube channel in the whole of Africa. Like, and I, I, was, I was amazed, actually. I was surprised. Like, wow, so he, wow. Of course I've watched it their comedy even before i started using youtube a lot but even though i am on youtube and when i go to trending pages his um youtube videos do trend but i don't really click on them all the time i don't know the their kind of comedy it's the his niece that i really kind of enjoy her comedy i really didn't even know he was on owner the channel and, quite surprised of my not knowing stuff. Anyway, so so I just, when I was looking for the podcast, I told you guys that I was looking for, I discovered this podcast titled uh, the name of the podcast is X Medics, like X, the letter X and then Medics and it's practically um, what they're trying to say is Extraordinary Medics, right? And I've listened so far to the first, to the introduction episode and the first episode, and I don't know, I just, as I was listening to it, I just wanted to just start, you know, like, reacting like an idiot, I don't know what I am, I'm so, I don't know, like, I just wanted to say stuff, like, I just remembered why I actually started my podcast, and there were just so many things emotions and feelings coming as I listened to the first two episodes in, um, yeah, the first two episodes, the introduction and episode one of X-Medics. So, it, and then the fact that I was happy that I actually found a Nigerian podcast that I liked. Before I've I've gotten, I've seen two, like, I've gotten in contact with two other Nigerian podcasts. There's one called Shalaye, but It's not the kind of content I really consume. Like, okay, and then there's like three other ones there's one other one I only listened to the first episode, then third one. Like, they weren't, I wasn't like it wasn't something I was going to come back to, but it wasn't, they weren't just the kind of podcast I wanted to listen to, but this particular one. Like, I'm subscribed already. Like, there's no way I'm not going to be listening to this. So, it's called Medics And it's hosted by Dr. Omulasha Salako. And I am... (laughs) Like, just listening to it makes me feel like I'm I'm one of the privileged few who got to listen to that. So, um, the first thing was when I first listened to it, she's a senior colleague in the... She's a senior colleague. I mean, she has been, like, she has been... She's a consultant, radiation oncologist. Um, she, She has been a doctor for, like, the past 13 years. And her introducing herself and the projects she's done on cancer and her backstory, everything about it has been so amazing, really so amazing. She is way experienced than, uh, of course, I could never imagine. <laughs> like, she's on, like, when I see her, those are the kind of people I see, you know. And then she's a lecturer. So, practically, she's like my lecturer on all those kind of things. And she reminded me of some of the lecturers I had that I looked up to like female lecturers that when I see them I look at them in awe and I'm like I don't used to see myself becoming like them because um, it's not like I don't think I can be like them but I just I just don't know when I'm going to get to that level, I mean back when I was in school I don't even know if I'm going to even graduate, you know And she kept saying these things, so many things that I wish I could I I want to like give a perspective of how it felt like when I was still in school. And I wish this podcast her podcast was around when I was in school. Really, I wish her podcast was around when I was in school. And then she mentioned the fact that there was some facts she mentioned in her podcast, she was like, um, she inter- interacts with some students and then she finds out that they don't really know what they want to even do with their future, you know. And even right now that I'm out of school, I still don't know what the future holds. I don't know what to do in the future. Like, I'm torn in between staying here and going out of nigeria and stuff like that but i know i'll most likely stay in nigeria but i don't know what to do like there's so many things like if i stay in nigeria like i knew that when i was going into medicine i knew that i didn't want medicine to be my only source of income because i felt if it were (laughs) like if medicine was my only source of income i wasn't going to be as charitable as i wanted to be I wasn't going to be able to... I don't know why I thought that. I really don't know why I thought that. But that was what I thought. So I wanted other things. I wanted to do other stuff to make me income. And then medicine would just be... The income I get from medicine would just be like... Like an icing on... Like just the ice... The ice cream, you know, the desserts. And my main source of income was going to be elsewhere. So that I felt that that way... I'll be able to just be able to give my all in my practice, and I wouldn't have to worry about money being my motivation for, you know, saving lives and helping people. But I I don't know how I'm gonna go about that. Though, throughout my years in med school, I tried my best to learn about stuff so that I'll be able to make money through some other means. And I think those were the only things that actually made med school less frustrating for me because it was super super frustrating and she mentioned one part where she was like through school she had so many receipts at different levels in her through med school and well i I like the fact that she shared that i've seen so many people share stuff like that and it has been really helpful and in my case, I also wanted to share my story of how I had to receive some exams and how I made it out finally and stuff like that. And that was what this podcast was supposed to be about. I don't know how it, how I, but I guess you get to get some of this content sometimes and I'll go back to my commentary about the world of YouTube and the internet and the stuff that I've learned that is new. So, guys, um, okay, so just have to deal with me the way I am. Sorry, the word doctor. She's back at it again. So, um, listening to her, it just the only thing that I just wish was I wish I had that kind of podcast when I was in medical school. It might have helped me somehow, but of course we all have different, um, different case scenarios. But it should have been great. I and mean, I'm, I'm I'm grateful to the support system I also had in my school. We are, we had um, we have lecturers that were supposed to be like our our mentors that were in charge of us. We were supposed to reach out to them if we had any issues. I reached out to some of them. I reached out to my support system when I actually needed it. It was great. They gave me the advice that they could give, and um, I remember final year was also one of the best years I had because I was actually at a very, very low point. When I was entering uh, final year, I had receipts from the year before, like from uh, from the last exam. And I was both in the final year and both preparing for my receipt exams. And I was so scared. I was just emotionally unstable. I was confused. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. I didn't know. And then two exams were first approaching. Um, my receipt exams were first approaching. My The end of posting exams in my final year class was also approaching all at the same time. And it was so scary. Very, very, very scary. I didn't know if I was to read for my receipt exams or if I was to just read for my receipt exams and abandon reading for my current level exams or I really didn't know what to do and I know that God gave me the strength to seek help and (laughs) looking back it was one of the best things that I ever did it was one of the best things that I did and that's one thing I want people to know that it's not that seek help if you can't seek help from your mate, from your colleagues that are on the same level, seek help from senior colleagues. In my case, I couldn't seek help from senior colleagues because I had close to zero, close to zero point one percent relationship with my senior colleagues. Those are my registrars, the attendants, and senior registrars. Those are the people that other students had amazing relationships with. They, they, like when I see my mate talk with these registrars and senior registrars, I'm just like, wow, they they, they look like siblings or like uncles and nieces, uncles and nephews and stuff like that. And I'm just looking at them like, how did they form this relationship? Like, how come I don't have this relationship with them? That's because not every not every student is the same. We all have different temperaments. And my temperament, my temperament was just, I wouldn't say my... Temperament was shitty, but I just like the only thing I wanted to do when I went to clinical settings was just for me to be invisible so nobody could see me. So, <laughs> and then how was I expected to form a relationship if I was invisible? Like, that's one of the reasons why like, I there's one of my scenario shows back then. Every time I think of him, I'm grateful to God that I got to be in his radar like two senior registrars like that have they just, I don't know how I entered into their radar and they were like they weren't going to let me <laughs> destroy myself and they took me up, like they took my issue up, like no way we're going to let you kill yourself <laughs> so, more like I'm coming to a sister but like, destroying my career, <laughs> so I'm really grateful to them for being amazing mentors, they're the these two people—they had two different strategies completely, but they really helped me in ways I am forever grateful to. So yeah, this lady reminds me of yeah I was, I was saying sorry, this <laughs> this doctor, Doctor last She reminded me of lots of my lecturers, amazing lecturers. Like when I look at them, some of them are professors, female, amazing, beautiful. Like, these ladies, when you look at them, they're like, oh my god, are they even doctors? They look amazing. Okay, that's actually how doctors are supposed to look like. But they look freaking amazing, beautifully dressed. They know what they're doing, and they got their... They know what it is that they're doing. Some of them are professors, and they're looking, oh my god, ageless. And here I was, a medical student. I was as fat as can be, and dressing like, oh my god, like, I dress horribly, like, I, 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 don't know if I was depressed, or if it was my 8th depression, or it was the fact that I really don't give it damn about myself, I don't know what it is, but the only thing about me that I care about is, as long as my body is covered, I'm going out, yes, yeah, I didn't care how my body was covered, as long as it's covered, and there's no nothing showing nothing out they naked i'm going out but well, these people they're clean they're neat they're fine they're amazing they're everything and here i am i'm just well i used to call myself terrible things back in the day so i don't know and when i saw this lady i listened to her podcast she reminded me of all these doctors she's also one of those doctors they make me fall in awe and the next thing I start feeling is intimidation <laughs> instead of me. Sometimes I try and approach them and talk to them, but it is hard to help someone who doesn't know what she really wants with herself. Yeah. I think that is it. It's hard to help someone who doesn't know what she really wants for herself. But I am grateful I met those people. The people that I met the that I reached out to my family and they were of immense help like I got to finally know what I was missing like what I was missing What, what made me keep having terrible scores in my exam like I don't know I just had to reach out and it really changed a lot of things like that year My final year, when I saw the results that I had in final year, I was, like, it's like you're looking at somebody else's results. Really. The last time something like that happened to me, I was in primary five. Like, I just started going to school in primary five, and then I didn't even know there was something like first and second or third position. And then primary five, I just taught my exams, and what do I get? get, Like, I, I I was scoring the second, I was... Having the second position first position, and I was like, "Oh my God, like I didn't even know such position existed before then, but it was some things that changed that year. I started reading fictional books. I don't know how reading more fictional books helped in higher grades, but it really did somehow. and well, I was glad that happened. But then in the university final year I reached out to the right set of people who helped me give me study tips that I really needed. Though I've actually before in my only medical career I had reached out to some other people. That was pre clinicals. When I entered the clinicals I didn't know who to reach out to. I was just there, like I was just being it was as if I was being tossed about and I didn't know who to meet and anyway let's forget that that's the story for another day so what i just want to say we'll pick up anything home even if i didn't mention it at all in the beginning is um no matter your challenges no matter how med school makes you feel like i kept final year i was just tired of being a student i didn't want to do anything that looked like reading any book anymore i didn't want to Feel like I had to be in school. I didn't want to be on. I just, I just wanted to. I was just tired. And I remember telling my parents how tired I was of being in school. And they were spooked. Actually, they kept calling on my uncles to talk to me that <laughs> I shouldn't give up. But I wasn't giving up. I was just telling them how exhausted that I spent all my life being in school, and I was tired of it. And um and here we are today. I am I'm happy. I graduated and um here we are. It's not so late until it's over. I mean it's not over until it's over. And then I wanted to, while I was listening to Dr. Salako, I there was something I wanted to mention. I wanted to like ask her like right there that how do we medical student like i don't know like she was saying all these things and all this stuff like you're intelligent because you entered medical school and stuff like that i wish you mentioned the fact that some people actually end up getting aborted out of the medical school like <laughs> is it that they were less intelligent and then the fact that is there any <sighs> I always feel terrible when that happens. The fact that your colleague, someone who, you've been in this struggle together for years, only for them to be sent out of medical school, despite all the stress they've been through, and then they're just left there. Like, what, they, they need emotional support. Like, is there anything like that? Like, I I don't even know what, like sometimes when, even right now, when I think about those people, Feel this, this feeling that I still not yet have a resolve somehow like maybe if, I don't know if it's imposter syndrome or if it's just me guilt tripping myself that how come I'm here and they are not like, I don't know so like I don't know that part I'm still yet to get over and then the other thing about the whole situation is, <laughs> I don't know, there's just so many things I want to say at the same time, and my, my brain is, is mushy all of a sudden. <sighs> my school really, I don't know, I used to be way optimistic, I used to be, well, I am still an optimistic person, but... I was more I was I had confidence in myself. I always knew that whatever I wanted, whatever I wanted to do, whatever I put my mind to, I get it done. But when I entered med school it just it wasn't like that. I I just lost touch with who I was. I'm just trying to find who I am now. And I'm still not sure what it is that I want to do with the rest of my life. Like I have this certificate, and I don't know what it is that. Okay, well, I love consulting, I love helping people, I love interacting with my patients, but I, I don't know what it, next I'm supposed to do with it. Of course, residency, <sighs> but even that, I'm spooked and scared to death to start residency. During my internship year, which I did last year, you know, t- uh, like, 2018 2019 like I became a zombie practically I was a zombie like the, the only thing that I can't believe was the fact that I didn't fall sick through that through that time but the internship here was oh my god. It was as stressful as stressful as whatever it is can be like, i don't know what stress is but daddy internship here that is the definition of what stress is oh my god i i don't know why like god just did, i didn't break down that's the only thing and the second thing about internship was despite being as stressful as can be it taught me something something that was very very crucial medical school is completely different from practicing medicine well to me it was I hated myself as a medical student but as an intern despite the stress I felt useful I felt like whatever I did I felt less useless as a medical student I felt so useless as an intern Everything I did had repercussions. And it made me, you know, I was on my toes. I loved everything I did. I I loved the fact that I can use my knowledge to actually do something worthwhile. I know medical students also had the opportunity to do that. But remember, I was always invisible. So I was practically an invisible medical student. I was visible but invisible at the same time. Yes, that's what happens when you're very obese and you stay at the back. Yeah, that's that's what exactly what happened. I don't know. I don't know what med school was supposed to do. I don't know how you're supposed to be an introverted medical student, but I was a freaking introverted medical student. But I made it out of life. I learned the skills that I needed, which is why I was present. I just didn't want anybody to single me out because I was going to Break into a nervous breakdown, which never happens, even when they single me out. I don't know why I was scared of it in the first place, but oh my god, I'm the weird doctor. Remember? So, but now practicing medicine, I don't feel anxious like that. I, I, I've learned so much over the years. Things that I thought I would probably never use, but now practicing medicine, I'm using it, like. Even the fact that, even things that are socially taught, everything, like everything I've acquired over the years from school, from home, from the society, everything, I'm using it in medicine. Even the news helped me with medicine. Everything. I just want to tell people that are going through hell in med school that when you come out of med school, trust me, it's not the same thing. Okay, this podcast has been going on for too long and I've been rambling about things that probably nobody needs to hear about. So yeah, the weird doctor is signing out. Sorry for the long, babbly podcast. Au revoir.